0: Hello, and welcome to the More Than Muscle Podcast. It's me, your overall favorite person and coach trainer, Greg McBride, aka Mr. More Than Muscle, the dad bod destroyer. Here on the More Than Muscle Podcast, we cover all the health and fitness needs, all the things that you need to be a better version of yourself. And we do all this while working on habits and skills and the mindset, all looking through the lens of health and fitness. So thank you for joining And if you find any benefit from this, if you love this podcast, share it with your friends, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you can know every time a new episode is posted. Thanks again, and enjoy today's episode. So, today's episode is called The Big Three, and we're not talking about, you know, basketball. It's not the Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman. That was a big three. I don't care what you say, but we're going to talk about the big three components to being successful in other fitness. The very first three things that I have all of my clients start on when it's time to start a program. Now, I don't care where you are. If you don't have these three fundamental aspects mastered, then everything else after it won't matter. So what are those three things? We have sleep, water, and movement. Very, very basic, very simple. Now, if you can't get that, like I said already, You're already starting off on the wrong foot. So let's dive into what each one of those things are and how you can use those three things to your benefit to continue to grow, change your body, to become the best version of yourself, to hit your goals and reach that ideal performance, physique, whatever it is you're going for. So let's start with sleep. Um, Why is sleep important? Now I'm going to frame this podcast a lot around weight loss. Now, there has very similar implications for uh, building muscle um, for performance, but weight loss is the overall most common goal um, for people engaging in fitness in the health program. So weight loss it is. Um, Sleeplessness has an effect on your body. And if you don't know this, listen up. You can say that you're on your grind, you don't need sleep, but the studies have shown the more sleep you get, the better your body performs, the better your body adapts, and the easier it is for it to change properly, getting everything in that it needs. Um, In the Journal of Clinical Nutrition, it showed how uh, being sleep deprived affects your decision making. So follow along on this journey and this story here about how it all comes together If you have, if you are making, (laughs) check this out, if you are making less wise decisions, if you're not able to make decisions the way you would normally make decisions because you are sleep deprived, do you think that's going to affect your health? Do you think that's going to affect your ability to train, your ability to eat well? Of course it will. So that is the first thing that happens when you are sleep deprived, your decision making isn't gonna be great. Now, I know there can be many instances in life you can probably think of when you weren't making the best decisions because you were tired. Um, People talk about they have brain farts. What is that? You're not making right decisions. You're not thinking clearly because you're tired. Perfect example. That goes across the board with everything that we do. So having adequate sleep is important for reaching your goals. Now, if you're not making those right decisions, how easy do you think it would be for you to come back and say, Hey, I'm a little bit hungry. I'm a little tired. I know I can have this snack. I can have this sweet. I can have this dessert. But where would you stop? It's a lot harder to say no to that second slice of cake when you're sleep deprived. So get your sleep. And we'll talk about how much sleep you need as we continue on here. Now, right along with that hand in hand, we have this reward system in our body. Our body wants to feel good. And when you're tired, I know this is for fact for me. When I'm tired, I'm hungry and I'm tired are the two worst times of being around me because I like to eat and I like to eat well. And I also am an energetic kind of person, but man, I get moody. And you don't want to have a conversation with me, because I'm gonna pick everything apart. That's who that's what happens. So it's important for me to make sure I get my sleep and to eat. But when you're tired, when you're sleep deprived, it takes it to a whole nother level. Your irritability, your moodiness is elevated. And not only are those two things elevated, but there's these two hormones that are very important with our appetite control. And that's leptin and ghrelin. Leptin is the one that lets you know, hey, I'm full. Push the plate away. Drop the fork. I don't need any more food. Now, on the other side of that is ghrelin. Ghrelin is the one that tells us, I'm satisfied. I'm good. I don't need anything else. Thank you. I'm okay. Did I say that right? No. (laughs) Ghrelin is the one that tells you you're hungry. I just doubled up on leptin. I love leptin, but ghrelin is the one that says you're hungry, that you need more, that you're not full. So, say that again. Leptin, full, satiated. Ghrelin, hungry. I need more. And when you're sleep deprived, guess which one gets increased? Guess which one's at a higher level? Yep, ghrelin. So your body is not only tired, irritable, it's also saying, I'm hungry, I need to eat more. Then on top of that, you're going to have a more likely chance of making poor decisions. (sighs) That is not a great situation to be in. Um, I love my wife. She sends me information on random things health related because she knows I like to look at this stuff. But she sent me a research um, that was done that showed the difference in sleep that people get. I'm talking about quantity of sleep here. I'm not positive how they um, controlled like quality of sleep. That'd be very interesting to find out. But it showed that the in this group, the people that got eight and a half hours of sleep lost one pound in two weeks without changing anything um, in their lifestyle. They didn't put a money kind of fitness or training regimen. They did ask them to eat certain foods. Just get more sleep and we'll see what happens. And now on the flip side of that, those who got less than six and a half hours of sleep gained almost one pound in the same time. In that same time frame of two weeks, not change anything. They gained weight from having less sleep while those who got more, lost. And it all goes over those same few things that we just talked about. Leptin, ghrelin, um, oh my gosh, and I left out one of the most important hormones that gets affected by that, and that's insulin. Now, insulin helps to break down food. Um, it helps us to use the stored fat. And it helps us to get the, the sugar broken down, the starches in our bloodstream and use them properly so that also gets downregulated your insulin sensitivity is is affected when you are sleep deprived so yes there are a lot of factors in this but having sleep is key that is the very first thing I talk about with all my clients when it's like hey you've been struggling with this for a while how's your sleep quality how often do you wake up tired um, are you getting to bed at a reasonable hour, and are you waking up feeling energized or groggy? So that is one of the first things we take a look at. The next one in those in the big three, water. Now sometimes water comes before sleep. Some people get great sleep and they don't drink enough, or some people get enough water and no don't sleep enough. So these are kind of interchangeable for me, but they are the keys to the beginning of every program. Water. I love talking about this one because I had my son say something to me a couple of weeks ago which was really cool um he was telling me he's like daddy I I'm hungry or maybe I'm just thirsty but I need to get some water so I know that he's listening to me so he's heard me say it plenty of times uh, maybe in a podcast I was recording or talking to a client or whatever conversation I'm having understanding that when you're thirsty when you're dehydrated one of those, Um, symptoms, I guess, for, I can't find the word I want, but one of the things that you feel is hunger. When you're dehydrated, sometimes those cues uh, can be mixed up with the same ones that tell you you're hungry. So whenever someone's hungry, the first thing I'll say, hey, when you feel that hunger coming on, think, have you drank enough water? Do I need to get a little bit of water? So get a nice tall glass of water, drink that, and then see how you feel. Because a lot of times you may feel hungry and it's just your body saying, give me some water. You may not always have a dry mouth. It may just feel like you're hungry when you really just need water. So think about that when you're uh, next time you're hungry. So that's why I keep water with me all the time. I got it sitting right up here behind me. Um, what else does water do for you? Well, it's the... Consumption of water can help you reduce one of the big factors in weight gain, and that's drinking calories. If you're drinking more water, you have less ability to get all your calories from drinks. I always tell this example when I had a client who was struggling. He's like, Greg, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do. I'm training with you three times a week. I'm focusing on my food. I, I just can't lose weight. I'm actually gaining weight. I'm like, does that make sense? It doesn't. Something should be happening. So we broke down what he's doing. And I found out that we trained in the morning, um, right before his lunch break for, from his job. So every time we finished our session, he would go off. Let's forget where he went to eat. He went to get fast food or he stopped at a gas station to grab something. But he got those super gulp um drinks which i think is like 64 ounces 64 ounces of coke and what i found out was not only was he getting that but he would get two every day every day after training um on his lunch break he'd always have two of those every single day for lunch i forgot the math now of how many calories are in there but you can guess it's a lot more than you need that's a whole meal or two and a drink. So once I found that out, we just said, hey, let's swap that out. <laughs> you can't continue to do that and expect to see results. So I had him just start out trying to cut it out. I'm like, I don't care if you cut it out completely. I'm not asking that. I'm like, get a more reasonable portion size and stop getting two, get one. So he went from 264 ounces to 112 ounce, lost 12 pounds that following week. 12 pounds that following week now I don't know if it all from that maybe it started uh, an effect where he started to eat healthier because he's more conscious of the things that he's putting in his body but never underestimate what the calories you drink do to you and how they could affect your body now what's another reason you need to drink water it is a is necess- necessary the process of um, well I guess metabolism performance think about when you're in the gym you're hydrated. You can perform. You're not cramping. You're not fatigued. Um, So being able to perform better gives you more of an output. So we're talking about input and output. Water affects both of those. But when it comes to breaking down fats and carbs, um, lipolysis, there we go, breaking down the fats. The very first stage in that is called hydrolysis. And what that is is when the water gets introduced to it to help break down uh, these storages of fat. So imagine how hard it would be to... Introduce water into breaking down fat if you're not getting adequate enough water So just to increase there is gonna help your body do a better job of breaking down fat So it's full circle everything input output and breaking down. So drink your water and The final one of the big three we talked about sleep. We talked about water now. Let's talk about movement I don't think I have to stress how important movement is I'm not asking you to spend three hours in the gym, six days a week until you can't move. Not at all. Not by any means. It's not necessary. But what is necessary is some movement, especially if you have a sedentary job or you're just sedentary throughout the day. If you're a student, more often than not, you're in that same realm. We sit in classrooms. You sit at a desk. You have an office job. You sit at a desk. You drive back and forth from class, back and forth to work. You're sitting in a car. You have to study. You're sitting at home. (laughs) You're sitting in your room, again, a desk at a library. You need to get up and move around. I start off asking all my clients, minimum, 20 minutes a day, let's go for a walk. We also work on step goals. If you're not moving much, start off with a mild goal. It doesn't have to be anything um, outrageous. Some 5,000. 8,000 steps a day Find a way to track what you're doing And just increase slightly um, I like to start off knowing where they're at So I maybe increase by 20% That 20% is amazing amount to see some change But it doesn't have to be this um very big scale This very big change Just move something Now beyond that Starting a program Movement that way Yes, resistance training is key. Resistance training is important because it helps to build up your metabolism. A lot of people want to say, I just need to do my cardio, burn all these calories. Great, burn the calories, lose some weight, be in that uh, caloric deficit. But if you're not working to build up that metabolism, which is done by building lean tissue, which requires energy. So not only are you trying to burn energy, but you want to build something that's going to burn even more. So resistance training programs, Uh, going to classes, even if it's just something like yoga, it just needs to be a step up from what you're doing currently. And then the final one, get a hobby. Don't be that person, just get a hobby. But make sure your hobby is something that requires some activity. Picking up an active hobby will also be something that you'll enjoy, something fun, but it'll create more movement. I was very surprised when I moved to Minnesota to find out how many people that I ran into In my first few months who played, check it, sand volleyball in Minnesota. Sand volleyball. Hey, I came from Florida to Minnesota and met more people that played sand volleyball in Minnesota than I knew in Florida. I thought that was crazy. But yeah, pick a hobby. Something that requires you to be a little bit more active and you'll be surprised at what you see change. So let's kind of wrap this up. Recap the big three. Why are these the big three? These are the first things I start all my clients off with when it comes to any program. Drink your water. Drink your water. Stay hydrated. It helps. It helps you perform. It helps you digest. It helps with your metabolism. It helps your body perform the functions it needs to to make change. Sleep. You need to recover. You need your body again performing at an optimal level. If you don't get the adequate sleep, you won't be able to regulate your insulin your satiation hormones, your leptin ghrelin is going to be out of whack and your decision making is going to be crazy. Your body's going to be looking for rewards that you can't give it. But the easiest way to get them for most people is through food because we have an abundance of it. So get your sleep, get your water, and we all know move more. Ta-da. Those are my big three. That's why it's the big three. And if you want to get started and know how to do that a little bit better, send your boy a message. I'll be more than happy to take you through how to implement these things to start off with small habits each day so you can grow and reach your goals. Thank you again. That's all I have for today. And you know how I leave you every time. Be more the muscle, y'all. Till next time.